Hey guys, this is Jordan. And this is Jeremy. And you're listening to episode 6 of the Shaved and Tapered Podcast. We have a great show for you all today, so let's boogie. Alright guys, so to get started off with this episode, I want to say that we have our first round of merchandise. You possibly, most likely, hopefully have seen our Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook Instagram and Facebook posts. I should really pay more attention to what we do. They're pretty cool shirts. It's a very simple design because it's our first one, but Jeremy has been busy figuring out how to make our own t-shirts given the state of affairs of the entire world right now, so we're very excited for that. We're really excited with the ability for us to t- make t-shirts now. We have a new design coming soon that is going to commemorate our law, uh, gone but not forgotten Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Yeah, so stay tuned for that uh, uh, new design coming out. Um, but we will do a giveaway at the end of this episode where we'll announce it and how you can enter to get, uh, en- enter in the giveaway to earn one of the new shirts that we've been creating uh, that has to do with the Tokyo Olympics. Um, it's a really cool design. I spent a little bit of time working on it, so I hope you guys enjoy it when it comes out. It's really funny and a fitting tribute, but luckily, even though the Olympics is not going to be happening this summer, it is still going to happen even though it has definitely caused a lot of problems for us um, us swimmers. And it's something that we're all living through and dealing with. I mean, not only just the swimmers, just every athlete in general. Oh yeah, I forgot we're supposed to care about other sports right now. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a big part of it. And I think that uh, the whole, once this whole coronavirus thing has passed, I think that athletes will get back in and they'll start getting back into habits with everything. Um, My biggest fear with all of that is that as soon as the gates are going to open back up and swimming can start again, that coaches are just going to want to go full tilt and then everybody's going to hurt themselves because they're going to want to go all out and their bodies are going to be like, we haven't done anything in multiple months. That's a good point. That's a good point. I I do think... Because that's a big worry for a lot of pro athletes because... They like NFL players, hockey players, baseball players, any any professional athlete. They're not really doing anything except for some meager home workouts. Which even if they have a full, fully stocked and fully set up gym in their house or mansion or wherever they're living, there's nothing that compares to the workouts that you do as a team yeah. for professional sports. I do know basketball, like, there's nothing compared to playing an actual game of basketball other than playing a, a game. Not even, like, a scrimmage is the same thing with your own team. It's Once you get out there and compete against different teams, it's completely different. Same with every sport. So, uh, the biggest thing I have for you, Jeremy, since we've only seen each other, what, twice? Maybe three times since the lockdown and the stay-at-home order has been put in place in Virginia? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been practicing... Um, My graphic design skills, Um, I've been doing a lot of that, trying to get some new designs, trying to make different logos for different things that I'm doing um, in my life right now. Um, I have been streaming video games because there's nothing else to do than play video games right now. I've been playing Call of Duty a lot. And you're awful. Yeah, I'm really bad at Call of Duty. Uh, I've been playing a lot of NBA 2K, I've been playing some Madden. I'm really sad that I don't have internet and that Twitch and streaming wasn't around when I w- 
was in like high school and middle school because I could have made a pretty penny. I was pretty good at World of Warcraft back in the day. Yeah. But sadly, I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't have internet. I don't even have cell service. And since the coronavirus has come about, my cell service has gotten so bad that I have to lean out my window even to send a text message to a group chat. <laughs> it's depressing. So that's how you've been keeping in touch with our... Uh... Our shaved and tapered podcast group chat. Yeah, I'm usually out in the yard a lot, though, because you can only stay inside so long before the walls start closing in around you. Yeah, you thankfully have a nice uh, nice place over there. Yeah, luckily, I'm very lucky and I'm very fortunate. Opening my pool in two weeks, so I'm going to be living, living the life. Except for school. Yeah. Except for school. Now, school has changed a lot for me. They've changed it to a pass-fail grading scale, and... Ours is satisfactory or unsatisfactory, because, you know, Randolph-Macon has to be different. They, yeah, they have to change it to everything, but... Yeah. Like, it's just so weird, because being at home, I have no motivation to do any schoolwork whatsoever. I literally sit at home, play video games, do some random graphic design stuff, make t-shirts and that's literally all I do. I do nothing else. And then grind through all your workout on uh, all your work on Easter Sunday night. Yeah, I do all my homework usually Sunday nights cuz it's all due Sunday by midnight. Yeah, I so my internship is done, which go figure since I'm definitely not an essential worker when I just follow the guys around at the internship I have and shoot the shit. But so I only have two classes. One class only meets twice, two days a week. And so that effectively means I only have two days of class a <laughs> week because I'm not going to go to class on Monday. Go to class is yeah. big air quotations because I have to drive like 15 minutes to a friend's house to use their internet <laughs> for my Zoom meetings. So basically all I do is I go to this dude's house on Wednesday and Friday, I get there at 10, I leave at about 2, grind through all my homework, take whatever tests, and watch Hulu for a little bit. I'm currently <laughs> watching Scrubs. Great Scrubs show. is a great, great show. show. And I've uh, burned my way through the entire Avatar The Last Airbender series. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's so great. It was even better than I remembered, and now I'm working on The Legend of Korra. I watch uh, two or three episodes every time I bike, and I bike for the duration on my stationary bike. Yeah. And it's, it's exhilarating. So you just like watching shows with bald people in it? There's only... I, yeah. All three of those shows all have bald, bald people, people as one of the main characters. All right, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching Scrubs for Turk. I am. Okay. Turk's hilarious. Turk Turkleton. Yeah, I'm watching it for Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox? He, he's who I resonate with. Not even John Dorian? Ah, JD's pretty great. Ugh. I, ooh, on top of that, I also built entire new shelves for my, my bedroom, and I got a new bed because I've been living in the same bedroom, um, like, exact same clothes, not clothes, exact same furniture since I was, I think, six or seven, so I figured it was time <laughs> for a change-up. You showed me a picture of it. It looked really nice. Oh, it's super sick. It still smells of uh, wood stain, though, so I do get a little high every night by accident. It's superb. Now, with uh, the changing in school and everything, how does that affect your graduation? <laughs> I wasn't going to graduate. I'm graduating. I did officially 
get my announcement that I am uh, eligible for graduation as long as I don't fail my two classes, which I think I can do. But I wasn't going to walk anyways. I didn't, I didn't want to. Yeah. So they don't know what they're going to do. They're still trying to plan the senior gala, which is basically an excuse for all of us to reminisce and get a little tipsy the night before graduation. But with uh, the governor of Virginia saying that we have the stay-at-home order until June 10th, that kind of squashed that into the ground. Yeah. So I just, uh, I wish I had a dollar for every time I got an email from my school that says, dear seniors, we know that this this semester isn't ending the way that you want it to because I would be so rich. <laughs> I would be so rich. Yeah, we were supposed to have like a senior brunch, I think, and that's not happening. Um, but I, I mean, I was going to walk, but... To me, it's not like a big thing for me. Like I, I understand it's a big thing for everyone. Yeah. But to me, I go to college for that piece of paper. I don't go for any of the accolades or anything like that. Yeah, we're not we're not getting really honored by our colleges for graduating. We are firmly passing the finishing line. Yes, there it is. And that's about it. And I mean, I, I told my mom and dad if I do anything post grad, they can come to that graduation, and I'll be proud to achieve that but I don't know I have such mixed feelings about college personally that I don't even know anymore you know I mean if you graduate you graduate and it's a good thing that proud we're of you both for graduating yep it's good it's big it, it sucks for a lot of people who really do love uh, love their college and are really proud of everything with their college and it's a huge thing I'm not going to down like downplay how big it is for a lot of people but it's out of our hands, and that's there's nothing really to do. And I, I think the fact that uh, neither of us are really, like, heartbroken about walking is the reason that we're like, eh. Yeah. But I know a lot of people are very upset. Yeah, I, I know a lot of my friends are very upset. And the hard part for me was just going to school. I had a very good group of friends at school, and then going home for spring break, and then never going back after that. I didn't even get spring break, man. I mean, you're, I skipped class right two now. days and then all of a sudden it was over. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's just a, a very sad thing that all this is happening. And to all the seniors, like if you get in, say someone has a job, say they go to school in Virginia, but they have a job lined up in like California or Texas again. Odds that they see their friends again, it's, it's very slim. Yeah, that was the biggest thing that I realized because uh, I was at my internship when I got the email from my college that said that we are going to be transitioning to online classes for the rem remainder of the semester. Or at, we weren't. It wasn't for the remainder of the semester. It was for a couple of weeks because they wanted to play it safe and yeah. jump the gun. Even though every other college in Virginia, except for three, had already gone to online classes. And the weirdest thing was I was with the guy who was I was shadowing that day, Brooks. I was like, dude, it's so weird. He's like, what? He was like, you should be happy. You don't have to go back. I was like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that I'm never going to see again. Yeah. He's like, yeah, a lot of bastards. I was like, yeah, sure, there's a lot of bastards I'm never going to see again. But it really, like, it's not heartbreaking or it's not anything like that because there's a lot of friends that I have that I will make sure that I stay in touch with or see them again is at the next possible opportunity. But like the dude that I sit with in my my cell biology class, like sure, I don't know his name, but I talk to him every day. Yeah. And it's like I'm never gonna see him again. And I don't even get to like make a joke about how I'm glad that he sat next to me because even though that relationship and that interaction was 
novel to the point where I don't even remember the kid's name. Like, it really sucks that I'm never going to see him again. Yeah, that does suck. It's weird. Yeah. In a really weird way. And it's like, I don't enjoy that that decision was made for me. And like, I missed uh, the Monday and Wednesday of class before classes got canceled because I was getting uh, certified as a lifeguard instructor. So it's not like I was skipping class for for the shit of it. I was doing it so I could advance my career or what have you. Yeah. But man, it's like... I can't even use that certification that I have until probably next year if I'm even able to do it until next spring. Yeah. So it's like I missed interactions with one, some of my favorite professors and some of the some really good friends that I had in that in those classes that I missed and it's like for what? Yeah. It's like for nothing. It's like this isn't It's just weird. It leaves, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, another thing that I've been doing during this break is during all the um, confusing times and everything that's going on, I, when I'm doing my streaming or I'm just playing video games or graphic design stuff, I've been getting into some different types of music. And Big Booty Mix 17 just dropped. Shout out to two friends. Shout out to two friends. They are killing the game with remixes and stuff. This is one of the best ones I've ever heard. Yeah, 14 still my favorite, but 17 is really good. I did like 16 a lot. I wasn't huge on 15, but all in all, uh, in, incredible that oh, they're yeah. able to do that. They're fa- I want to go to one of their shows one day. I didn't even know they had shows. That's awesome. Yeah, go check them out on Spotify or uh, SoundCloud, Two Friends. Uh, that's T-W-O, not the number two, because they're classy. They say that a lot. Um, but yeah, the great great mixes. Um, our remixes all the time. And they're really well done. They have a lot of really funny quips or outtakes and samplings in them that make me laugh, no matter how many times I've re-listened to the Big Booty Mix. Oh yeah, they have clips from pop culture today. They had... Um, I know on 16, they had some uh, clip from the TV show um, Big Mouth. They Big had, Mouth, that was They had funny. a Big Mouth clip in there. They have, they have so many that I can't even think of them because they're so common and frequent. They yeah. have a lot of ones from Superbad. Superbad because it's a very quotable, yeah. <laughs> very quotable movie for people like how I picture those two people. Yeah. So here's another th- question that I have for you. Did Carol Baskins kill her husband? Totally. She totally did. She definitely covered him in sardine oil. She basically admitted it on the show. But I think the big takeaway isn't that Tiger King is crazy or Joe Exotic is awesome or Carol Baskin killed her husband. It's how poorly those big cats are getting treated. Yep. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't care much for a lot of people in this world. But, man, there's one thing that will piss me off no matter what type of animal it is is senseless... Uh, animal abuse. Like, I'm a hunter, but at least when you hunt, you usually kill the animal right away. Yeah. It's not like you're torturing them or making this majestic animal that is so crazy and advanced and evolved to literally fuck anything and everything up that if they invaded from another planet, we would push them to extinction and we're making them stay in a cage the size of my like smaller than my car yeah are you kidding me these, 600 those pound animals, tigers 
Those animals, those humans are monsters. Though it is kind of cool. I wish I had known way earlier that you could get a tiger cub for $2,000. Yeah, I know. I definitely would have bought one. <laughs> well, then what would you do with it when it... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you do live in the woods. I do live in problem. the woods. Yeah, I could keep people off of my property permanently. <laughs> mm. All right, so we're going to try playing some playing a game because we have nothing else to do and... It's a very dry time for swimming. <laughs> so we're going to play hot or not. Jeremy, you go first. All right. So basically what happens is during this game is one of us says something and the other person gives their opinion on if it's hot or not. And they give us reasoning why it's hot or not. So Jordan, ranch. Is it hot or not? Hot. Hot? Why? Because ranch can go good on everything. Everything? Everything. Everything? Everything. Pizza, salad, french fries. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Buffalo wild wings. Ranch, ranch, I would say ranch is hot, but I will say there are some situations that I wouldn't. So well, Yeah, you're not going to put it on like spaghetti. <laughs> so I'll put it in a... I'll, it's definitely hot. It's more versatile than it is not versatile. I won't say... I'll change my thing. I won't say that it's hot. I'm going to say I respect it. I respect You're ranch. You're just an idiot. I am an idiot, but I'm going to say that I respect ranch. Alright. Alright, your turn. Mechanical keyboards. Mechanical keyboards are hot. Thank you. You just turned me on to those this past week, and... It completely revolutionizes the typing experience. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I went from typing on... Um, a shitty membrane keyboard? Yeah, a really bad membrane keyboard. To a high tactile Cherry MX Pro keyboard. Yeah, the, the space bar would get stuck on my old uh, uh, keyboard. The O key would get stuck. So I'm, like, typing a 15-page paper this week, and I can't do anything right. It took so long. So Jordan, thankfully, let me borrow his... Uh, Keyboard is that I had brought keyboard. to his house because I had to re-download computer games to play while I was at home. Yeah, it was just um, it makes typing hot. enjoyable, and it really annoys anybody you're around because the keys are so loud. Yeah, though the one I am giving you is a lot quieter. Yeah, I, I did mess around with it a little bit. It is very quiet, uh, but it does. You told me it glows up, and I can't wait to see that. Oh yeah, because you know RGB is what makes you. Real man. Yeah, of course. All right, we're gonna go one more each. Um, I'm going to say uh, soup, hot or not. Hot, but not during hot weather. I'll eat soup from the moment it drops below sixty to the moment it hits like fifty-five in the spring. Yeah. But the moment it's over that, never again. And also, cold soups are weird. Yeah, Ooh, soup's so weird. is cereal a soup? I would say yes. Cereal uh, is a cereal soup. Cereal is a soup? Because okay. you do eat it with a spoon, and it is... Um, it, I, it is objects suspended in a liquid that you are eating. I'm so gonna, I will say that is a give, soup. Give me a quick second, man. I'm going to Google the definition of soup. <laughs> Definitely have. A liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables in stock or water. I guess you could try to make the argument that milk is stock. You could, yes. But because you have to pasteurize it. I, I just... Yeah. Well, you don't have to pasteurize just, it. Yeah, you should, though. Yeah. We're not living in the 1500s. I w see, that's where I would say it is soup. Yeah, we are in the 1500s right now. Yeah, basically. 
Generally sort of warm or hot, but maybe cool or cold. That's just a cold <laughs> soup sounds disgusting. I can't think of a cold uh, soup off the top of my head that's not like cereal uh, or something. Uh, uh, Do you think cereal soup? No. No, you don't. The kids in my dry land asked me and I told them to shut up. Do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? It's an open face sandwich. So it is a sandwich. Yeah. I would say it's a sandwich. Yeah, if you sandwich. want to be an asshole, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just let hot dogs be hot dogs. But you can do so many things with them that it can be a sandwich. Everything you put on a sandwich, you could put in a hot dog and it would be fantastic. You don't put things in a hot dog. You put them on the hot dog. You could put them in a hot dog. No, that's just wrong. Cheddar Cheddar brats are the only thing that you should put. Like cheese is the only thing you should put in. What are you thinking about putting in that's not cheese? No, it's just like, no, what, no. like if you have a ham sandwich. I'm not going right? to put ham is inside any, of a hot dog. Is there anything in ham? No, it's on top of the ham. It's in the bread. You can. It's in between <laughs> the bread. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give okay, you that. fine. Is a loaf of bread a bread sandwich? Asshole. Define, define that. Uh, what do you mean is a loaf of bread a bread sandwich? Is a loaf sandwich? of bread a bread sandwich? No. Because there's nothing. But it's two slices of bread that happen to be sandwiching a lot of slices of bread. But there's nothing in it besides bread. On a hot dog, you got the bread, you got the you got the buns, and then you got the hot dog and whatever toppings. So you there have. has to be something other than the other the than the bread. It has to have constituent elements yes. to make it a sandwich. Yes. So hypothetically speaking, if you were going to find opposite pole, if you put. A piece of bread on the North Pole and a piece of bread on the South Pole, you've just created an Earth sandwich? Yes. Okay. All right. I just, I, I'm, I'm really glad you agree with me like that because someone tried to tell me that a loaf of bread is just a bread sandwich and it's the closest I've come to actually causing violence on another <laughs> All right. Last one for hot or not. And it's also going to be a transition into our next uh, mode of conversation is Tokyo 2021, hot or not? I would say not. I think it's hot. I think it's hot. I'm gonna buy. I'm never one to buy Team USA merch or uh, Olympics merch. If I went to the Olympics, I'd buy a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or something. But I'm never gonna be one of those lunatics who has like a Team USA Olympic like uh, like bracelet or yeah. necklace or something because I think those people are psychopaths. But I will buy the shit out of Tokyo 2021. That's so cool. It is so, so cool. It's just so weird. It's to so me. weird, but it's so cool. It's the first Olympics, and I think the only Olympics that's ever not uh, ever not fallen on a four year. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I just think it's weird because it's on an odd year. I don't think it rolls off the tongue as well. Plus, it also messes up so many things with training cycles and stuff like that. And training cycles it. are already destroyed, boy. And I get that. But to me, it's unless just, you're an eccentric billionaire or one of those like crazy people who owns a pool. Like who is it? Nathan Andrews? No, Michael Andrews has a pool in his backyard. I don't know. My friend has a pool in his backyard, and he's been training. His bungee cord broke today. Shout out Noah. Sorry for you, buddy. Oh, uh, that sucks. Wait, wait. Are you saying like he actually has a pool, like a full length twenty five yard or twenty five meter pool, or does he have like a like a not on like an above ground like redneck white trash pool, but like a in ground normal like leisure he, pool. He has an in ground one lane fifteen meter pool. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of kids on uh, 
my club team I, by a lot I mean too and I've seen a lot of videos of different people doing it trying to stay in the water where they basically tie a bungee cord to the wall behind their pool and then swim in like a wetsuit in the pool which to me just looks like they're waterboarding themselves <laughs> but yeah I just I get the spirit and maybe if you're one of those people who operates fully on how well you feel the water maybe it'll work but yeah. let's be real Training cycles are destroyed for at least like two or three months. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We're gonna revert to like uh, early early '80s uh, swimming speeds, and it's like, wow, he's going so fast, and he like <laughs> barely breaks a minute in the hundred breast. So on other on other topics, how do you think that um, moving the Olympics back a year affects the current athletes and newer athletes that are going either to the first Olympics or have already been to many Olympics? I think there's a lot of people who are considering, oh, this is going to be my last Olympics. They might not even go because think about it. If you're, I don't know what, you're on the latter years of being an Olympic athlete, be it in swimming or any other sport, the reason that you've been able to continue swimming past when a lot of people that you swam with in college or were pro with for a while is because you never stopped swimming. Yeah, so if you have to take off, let's just, what, it's been it's been six weeks now or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. So let's say it goes on until, okay, June 10th is what Virginia's, the stay-at-home order is at, right? Yeah. So that'll be almost three and a half months of time away from the water. That's like three years for a lot of people. Yeah. And I will say Ryan Lochte, in my opinion, is in a weird, like... Ryan always in a weird phase. Well, yeah, he's gotten a lot better. And oh, yeah, him, I know. I, I like him. Yeah. yeah. To, to see him last year at Nationals do very well. Um, Even with that, I wasn't sure if he was going to really make a concerted effort to make it to the Olympics, unless I just missed the headline. No, I think he was. He wants to go back to another Olympics. I just think that now, going to 2021, he'll be a year older. His body will be broken down a lot more. Um, just due to age. Yeah, and he'll be ancient one. He'll be like 30, right? No, he'll be like 34, 35. So I think that's a hard part for people like him. There's a lot of the older Olympians who are older. And if they take the... It's like scientifically proven. The, long, the older you are, the longer it takes you to get back into the rhythm. Yep. And it's not like your mom or dad who like, oh yeah, I went down to the Y and I swam a couple of laps to work out as a 60 year old. And it's like, oh, it'll take me like a month to get back up to do that. This is people who's like, oh yeah, I'm literally the fastest 400 I am in the fucking world. Yeah. That's a lot different. Yeah. I, I hope the best. I'd love to see Ryan Lochte swim again. I hope he doesn't dye his hair, but I'd love to see him swim again because I want another round of Ryan Lochte merchandise. I mean, I think the hard part is is that he has all these young kids that are coming up. Like I know um, in, in the 400 IM, you got Kieran, uh, not Kieran, uh, yeah, Kieran Smith, you got Bobby Fink, you got um, Chase Kalish is still in there. Like, there's Chase so many Kalish. guys in the 400 IM. There's and even the 200 IM, there's still a lot of guys. And a big thing that I always, like, it's never been something I've, like, openly said to anybody, but it feels like the time we are at and the time we're living at now is, like, the changing of the guard, so to speak. Yeah. Where the younger generation of Olympians are starting to take over. And I think that's what we've been seeing for the last two-ish years is that the young and the young up-and-comers are starting to make names for themselves yeah i feel really bad for those people because 
it's not like they have incomes to fall back on or they've had years of being sponsored by Team USA or other people. They're new, so what are they going to do for money? And if they can't make their name as an Olympian, then they're kind of SOL for money for a year. I mean, a lot of them are still in college and high school, so they couldn't even get opportunities like that. Parents um, are renting. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I read this thing on Swim Sam today um, that they are debating on updating the Olympic trial cuts for those who have not qualified. So if you have an Olympic trial cut already, the, the times don't change. But say uh, next year during Olympic trials... Um, or wh- whenever the qualifying period opens up because they haven't disclosed that yet because they want to know when this whole coronavirus thing is yeah. going to end so they can make new cuts. Um, they possibly might get faster. Um, they probably won't, though. They might. They might. If, they, if Say that it, the whole coronavirus thing is, for the most part, done with by the end of June, beginning of July... Then that leaves a big window for more people to get more cuts. So Yeah, they, but you're saying that more people are going to get more cuts. Like, as soon as the sanctions and restrictions are up, people are going to be able to get back in the water and have a meet that day. No, I... They I still not, have a lot more months to train yeah, to get back. Yeah, and I are. get that, but they don't want to have another Olympic trials where it's 1,800 athletes. Oh, yeah, I mean... That's this, why... This is like a perfect storm for the Olympic Committee... Shout out to the chairman, Dick Pound. Love you, man. <laughs> um, but this is a perfect uh, storm for them because they've been looking at ways to try to reduce the numbers without making the cuts so absurdly and obscenely fast that only the Olympians can make them. And this is like a good way to temper it. And it'll sure swimming might be set back a year or two, but man, it'll make their job a little easier. Yeah, they said that their goal was looking at anywhere between 1,200 and 1,400 athletes. So that's why I think it all depends on whenever this window starts because if swimming doesn't start back up again until short course season in September, then it will become... I don't think that they'll change the cuts, but I think if it opens up uh, in the middle of the summer, I do think that they'll change the cuts to make them a little bit faster in certain events. Not every event, but like um, 50 free... Like the the events that they'll see the most amount of people in because they don't want to have eighteen hundred athletes again because they said that that was a lot of people at that one place, and especially with all this going on, they don't want to have that uh, large group of gathering, and it also clogs up the warm up and warm down pool, and more um, people, more problems. Yeah, more people, more problems. Yeah, I think I think it's it's interesting to speculate what's going to happen and how people are going to react and what's going to happen here and do this and do that but the biggest thing is we can't make any true like true claims or true predictions that even make sense that aren't going to be old takes exposed until we know when coronavirus is going to be grounded and pounded and everything starts to turn back to normal because a big thing i mentioned this to you as we were walking in is when the economy uh starts to reopen a lot of people have been saying that it's going to open in waves so that we don't just rush back into normal life and then everybody gets sick again and then we get put into a lockdown for another like three months or something they're going to have to time when things are going to be released and a big thing that i hate to think is 
while sports may be recession-proof for the most part, they're not essential to the economy. Yeah. And the economy is what really drives the world. And sure, sports make a heinous amount of money. Like the NCAA is probably crying in their gold bathtubs uh, about how much money they lost this year without being able to have any NCAA's uh, tournaments. But realistically, as much as we love swimming and as much as I want swimming to be back and I want sports to be back, it's not the most important thing. Yeah. And I know a lot of people on pod, other podcasts, talk shows, sports news and everything, they're like, no, like swim, uh, sports is what we need. It's like the lifeblood of America. It's like, it's really not. Yeah. It's entertainment and entertainment is super important, important but something that's more important than entertainment is making sure that our economy doesn't completely crash. Yeah, because there will be a lot bigger problems, and we won't be making this podcast if the economy is back to the Great Depression. Yeah. Now, I will say, with you bringing up the NCAA, thankfully the spring athletes who were seniors, or I, technically all the spring athletes, get another year of eligibility um, because of this whole coronavirus thing, because they weren't really able to compete in anything. I know there was some baseball um, preseason games and a couple of other actual baseball games, um, but those are the only ones that I know of off the top of my head. But the spring athletes get another year of eligibility, um, more fun with everything, uh, get another year in college, can possibly take um, a five-year master's program um, paid for if they're on scholarship. So that's another good thing that uh, is coming out of the end of this is they could potentially get a five-year master's program with only going to school and competing in their sport for four and a half years-ish. Yeah, that's like an ideal, but there's a lot of people that don't get to swing that way. And I've got friends who are, their bodies are broken down to the point where this was their last run. And it's like, okay, I got NCAAs or whatever, or my end of the championship taken from me. That sucks. And honestly, as much as it's like nice, not everybody is going for a five-year master. That's true. A that's lot true. of people are their their prepaid college and whatever their scholarship money is done at the end of this year. And as much as they'd love to go back for a victory lap and to have another year of NCAA athletics, if they aren't going to be a pro athlete or they aren't on a complete full ride... They can't afford it. Yeah. Like, I know I'm done with athletics because my shoulders are messed up and I'm, like, trying to be a real person now. But even if I was an athlete and even if I could get my eligibility back for another year, I couldn't afford it. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, what's like? sure, I go to a private college, so that's just ridiculously expensive to begin with. But at the end of this this whole thing, I think I have 8000 prepaid uh, dollars left for college, which means I'm getting a fat check back from college after yeah. this. But to go to Randolph-Macon, even after my uh, sizable um, scholarship that I got, that's still $25,000 that I don't have. Yeah. And, I, I mean, the part that I am a little bit saddened with, but I also understand, is that the NCAA is only giving it to the spring athletes, not the winter at all, even though basketball was cut short and NCAA swimming didn't happen. Um, but I do get it, and it, it sucks in the world of swimming. But at least in swimming, 
a lot of um, conferences, they got to have their conference meet. Yeah, I don't know how many conferences didn't happen. I don't think it was many. It sucks tremendously for those people. But it's just, it feel like it's such a stretch because it's not like the NCAA could cherry pick. Okay, this sport can have another yeah. year of eligibility, this sport. Because, sure, swimming and basketball are the two you said, but there are a lot of other winter sports that didn't have anything yeah. happen. Swimming and basketball are the two that came to my mind is because swimming, they got a majority of their conference meets done. I don't know if there were any, but I can't think of any. Um, but also on the flip side, you have basketball, who I know ODU, our conference championship didn't even happen. So like basketball didn't even get a conference championship. So I and do understand that point. And another thing with like Miss like NCAA's, I know that some last chance beats for NCAA cuts got cut. Yeah. But that at the same point, it's like yeah, that sucks. But it's really a moot point since it's all over anyway. Yeah. Which. Again, that's not really like a... I know if I was in that running where I was point whatever off of an NCAA cut, I would be like, oh, yeah, but I didn't get the chance. It's like, yeah, I know, but there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And that's, it sucks, and that's not a good answer, and that's not reasonable for anybody to expect to be like, okay, look, look at that's what, suck it up. But that's, the, that's where we're at in this world. And I hope that the people that spring athletes, I hope they, I hope as many people are as possible are able to use that extra year of eligibility because I know I had a lot of friends who played lacrosse or honestly any other uh, sports that they lost their senior year. And maybe I just know too many smart people and not, not enough dumb people, but they're already accepted into their post-grad stuff, and a lot of people don't go to the same college they do post-grad at. Yeah. So it sucks, and it's not a great, uh, not a great situation we're at, but it's the world we live in right now. We can only hope that life goes back to normal. The spring athletes for next year, as many of them as possible, can use the time and really make it worthwhile for all the people who didn't get their senior year. And just pray that everybody stays safe and abides by the social distancing. Yeah, and I think that was a really good episode. I think we touched on a lot of very important topics. But on uh, going out, I want to say check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, Shaved and Tapered on Instagram. Twitter, we are Shaved Tapered. And on Facebook, just follow and like our uh, Facebook page. And about that giveaway that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, with the giveaway, we are going to post stuff on our Facebook page and our Instagram page of the new design and what we're going to do with that. And what I want everyone to do is once that post is made, uh, to enter for a chance to win, you will need to be following us on that stream of social media. You're going to need to like that post and leave a comment tagging two friends, um, two different people that you know, um, and that will enter you for a chance to win uh, some of our merch. We'll ship it to you and everything. We'll contact you. Uh, we'll contact the winners. And if you would like to buy merch, uh, just contact us at shavedandtapered at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. That's the best way to reach us. Um, but yeah, I, I think with moving forward with this merch and stuff, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And now that we can make it ourselves and have our 
our own process where we can make our own designs and we can make our own t-shirts. I think it's going to be really awesome looking forward. I, th I think you said it perfectly. I said, could not have said it better myself. And I'm really excited for the new t-shirt that we're going to have coming out soon. All right, guys. Stay safe. Love you guys. Peace. She said she's so happy. Yeah. She swears she moved on. Yeah. But she still late night texts me. Complaining about the new guys that she loves. She's better off now Maybe once I would've cared Cause it was hard right at the start When you still had my heart But now I got it back from your grasp I don't care if you find someone new Well that's good for you Your hurt and words don't burn like they used to I'm like good for you If you need to scream in my face